don't engage alone. We do this together. Good time. So, welcome to Under Two Capes, episode two hundred. Oh my gosh! And to give you guys an idea, the when I reached episode one hundred, we were at thirty-two subscribers, and now we're at eight forty-three. So, this has been quite the growth. This is the way. This is the way, exactly. So, the way. What DC's the way? What better way to to discuss (laughs) it than talk about? The greatest Superman movie that was never released, Superman Lives. So, Nick, do you want to like, give... Just like, just yeah, like Comics League Lives, so does Superman. I'm in the same category as Superman. I'll take it. So, Nick, <laughs> uh, why don't you uh, familiarize the audience with the whole Superman uh, Lives like concept? And by what's up, Brown Destroyer? By the way, he says, LOL, just watch Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, jeez. Compared to that, the, you, the oh, my Oscar-worthy. Hey, what's up, Lord Thoth? So, Nick, uh, briefly like um, familiarize the audience w- with the film we're going to be discussing today. All right, so Superman Lives uh, was a film that was being developed in the late 90s. It was uh, meant to be a uh, directed by um, um, Batman 89 director, uh, Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. How do Tim you Burton, not sorry. know that? It's, it's, it's called uh, having it on the tip of your He's um, your Jack Batman. Off. He's your favorite Batman. Fluff, off. Fluff the frack off, dear. Fluff <laughs> the frack off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the the, the the censorship slider is set to high right now. So for guys, why don't we just start episode two hundred? Actually, you know what, Nick? The censorship button is sent to Nick. That's what it's set to. Well, if it was set to Nick, then it wouldn't exist at all. But anyway, yep. um, so yeah, so and then they casted Superman as Nick Nicholas Cage. Wow, they cast Nick Cage as Superman. You mean? Yes, not not Nick Phoenix, Nick Cage. So. No, I was about to say because you made it sound like Superman was playing Nick Cage. That'd be hilarious, though. I I, I mean, have you seen them in the same room together? No, but actually, that's a good point. Slip. Same reason why I've never seen uh, Henry Cavill and Superman in the same room. Good point. And um, the film is derided uh, for many reasons. It never came to pass. First and foremost, uh, I guess you could say Superman lives dies i'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I had to there you too go easy. that's my little thing too right easy. there but but yeah like one of the big things was the costume uh and, and jared uh do you have, can you pull a picture of like this man lives sure. costume just kind of show so people exactly how bad it is by the way there was a documentary called um called uh, the death of superman lives and what's important to understand about that is that is that that uh costume test out that's like been spread throughout the internet by the way Brian Singer, when he was doing Superman uh, Returns, whenever Warner Brothers would give him any pushback, he he had a binder that had that picture of Superman in there. Then you would say, you almost uh, gave us this. Yeah, I'm doing what I want. Here we go, right there. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, that costume really isn't that bad. Like, especially if you go like go down, you look at the like, the ones below it, like, like that one. Yeah, that actually that looks, looks good. good. That looks good. And a lot of it was like they were trying to give like they were trying to essentially Burtonize Superman, but he actually had an interesting like way to look for Superman. But so it was also see here's here's the the interesting thing about that it was going to do the origin story, but also do the death of Superman. So I think that's like that's doing the BVS syndrome where they combine two very dense storylines into one a little bit. Yeah, and to answer Brown Destroyer's comment, you guys, like this is a this is a uh this is a uh costume test. He hasn't mm-hmm. been through like hair or makeup yet. 
Like, like who knows what he's going to look like? What, like, what's hair and makeup do the thing? Also, like, there's not, he doesn't have proper lighting. Granted, this is before the age of color grading, so that's not a factor here. But, like, there's a lot of stuff that, like, it's, it's oftentimes, like, when you see, like, set photos. Uh, like, for example, we saw South Chicali as Supergirl in, in, uh, in the set photos. She didn't look very good, but when you saw her in the flash, like, Yes, please. Yeah, it looked good. But Dave the Impaler says, regardless if it were faithful to the Superman mythology, I believe Tim Burton would have made a great movie. Yeah, it's kind of funny. The more yeah. you do, the more you look into it, this actually doesn't sound like a bad movie. Yeah, like once I start pulling out like the concept art and like like I, I do think the like the movie, the story was a bit bloated, like Jared said. Uh they're trying to do like too much at once and it, it might it, it probably would have suffered because of it. But it wouldn't have been like an objectively bad movie. Like here, I pulled up some of the concept art for Superman Lives. It's very, it reminds me a lot of like H.R. Giger. And it's like extremely detailed, which I really like. Nice, nice. Now now I'm wishing wishing that H.R. Giger was actually, because he was still alive when they were developing this movie. Now, Um, by the way, DC, I know you probably don't watch Under Two Capes, but hell, I might as well give this a try. You know how you have that entire Elseworld slash Black Label initiative? Why don't you just ter- take the movies that never came out and just do comic books of those? Imagine well, if they I- get Nick. C- imagine if they get Nick Cage to write well, the Superman we- Lives. Uh... Can hilarious. we please make these unfinished movies green or animated? <laughs> That would be great. That would be great. Because they could do this. They could do Flyby. They could do Ben Affleck's Batman. They could do Zack Snyder's Justice League Part 2 and 3 in addition to doing the live action They could do the BDS they were developing in the 2000s. Yes. They could do all. They could do Justice League freaking Mortal. That's another one. Yeah. And uh, by Brown says, I believe it's based on the on the 80s to early 90s Superman where he had big hair. Yeah. He had. He, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, for those who know. Uh, and that the, Brown brings up an excellent point. Superman in the 90s, first off, had a mullet and he was a little leaner. <laughs> if, so it actually looks very Superman y in that sense. H.R. Uh, Giger worked on Batman's Forever, but his designs were unused. Oh, man. Hashtag release with Schumacher cut. Yes, I want the, I want to see Giger on Batman. That what is that gonna look like? Well, he's kind he kind of has a bad case of dead, so that's a bit of a problem. No, I mean, I would love for them to like release the those like concept art pieces. That would be cool. Release yeah. the Giger cut. Release the Giger cut. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, Pika? So uh, basically, so the plot of the movie is it was gonna start. It's gonna show like the origin of uh, origin of crypt of Superman. Then it was gonna be like Doomsday shows up and kills Superman. And what's kind of cool, they actually had a couple of interesting ideas for like the uh, for, for like the the little drone, essentially Kellex that like follows Superman around. That he was going to become this regeneration suit that they actually made super irid- iridescent. It was like really like let me put it this way: this would have been the most unique Superman movie I think we've gotten in a long time, and it was designed to not necessarily be the Chris Reeves version of Superman. Oh no, the sacrilege! How dare you do something different than Chris Reeves? Yeah, of course. It, it, it's almost like so. Wait a second. It's almost like uh, Chris Reeves was not the only version of Superman that has no, existed. No, no, no. I'm not hearing this. I'm not hearing this. La, la, yeah, la, la. I know. It's almost like there was a better version of it directed by Zack Snyder. If only. No! Search your feelings. You know it to be true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. No, and, and, and he just dropped down. Uh, by Brown gives Aquaman a seven out of ten. Sweet, I am seeing it on Christmas, so we'll see what happens with that. But so, so Nick, uh, oh, what's everyone. up, Pika? So it's kind of funny. So Nick, tell everyone how Kevin Smith factors into this. Oh boy. So um, uh, Kevin Smith gets called uh, into Warner Brothers, and they want him to write a draft of Men Lives. Apparently. Uh, putting a kryptonite condom joke in Mallrats is, is a qualification. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. Because um, Nick sent a, a clip into the comics league uh, group chat that, that all the hosts have. That was like uh, that. That was like him explaining the whole story, and then he goes, "I think that Mallrats scene 
that we that we can't play on this because it's much too graphic. I think that mall rat scene is what convinced them that I get Superman <laughs> somehow. Look at Jahid's face. <laughs> Look at Jahid's face. <laughs> we, we broke, broke him. him. We broke we him. Broke him. But hey, for, I'm just holding in my laugh. That's our job. That's our job. So no, anyway, continue no, no. on. Let Nick. it out, J. Let it out, J. Let it's the okay. hate flow laugh. out of you. Go let ahead. the laugh flow out of you. Go ahead, J. I mean, I mean, go ahead, Nick. Continue on. So he he does that, and then then he gets called to to the producer's house, John Peoples, who is a bit notorious. Like he was originally a hairdresser of all people, mm-hmm. and like he worked on the Batman movies. Like, uh, like if you watch the Men Live documentary, Tim Burton says he, he did the production of Batman Returns in London specifically to avoid John. Oh, wow. um, and so he's talking to John and he's doing like all the cringy producer stuff. And then John um, gives him the edict. I, I want him to fight a giant spider in the third act. <laughs> And I love when uh, Smith is telling the story to people, and then he goes, "So I'm at, so after I'm done with this project, I, I leave it after the can't. I'm going to the movies, and I see a movie called Wild Wild West. A good movie, by the way. A good movie. There's a giant spider at the end. His idea was because spiders are the most like like scary like bugs." But if, if you have a big spider, because he wanted his King Kong moment where we're like the doors open and King Kong starts murdering people. And by the way, this is what the Flash was referencing in the movie. And this is the one time I'm going to mention that when you all of a sudden see Cage Superman, he's fighting a spider. Like, I, I like I will agree. I, I will admit yeah. like that, like him fighting a spider. Like, OK. All right, I, I see. I see you get it, so I will. I will give you some respect for that. Yes, it, it was. Th- that's exactly what they were referencing. And by the way, so fun fact: the other thing that they wanted, miss the days w- 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 when Kevin Smith was actually a funny guy. Yeah, me too. So the uh, one of the other things that uh, that the producer asked Kevin Smith. So he goes, "Okay, so Superman's dead, and like, and like Brainiac just walks into like the Fortress of Solitude. Shouldn't he fight like Superman's guards?" And then Kevin Smith goes, "What does Superman need guards for? He's Superman. He is the guard." Yeah. So they wanted to have Came like to the polar wrong bears. house, Mother Ducker. Yeah. So he wanted polar bears to like fight Brainiac or something like that. And there's this shot in Man of Steel that shows a bunch of polar bears in the Arctic. That's what that's a reference to. <laughs> By the way, I in, love how in, notorious a lot of this is. It just keeps getting yeah, referenced. Yeah, in Superman Doomsday, Kevin Smith had a voice cameo commentating on Toy Man's giant spider. Oh, God. Oh, my God. The less said about so that movie, the better. You know what would be hilarious? Is if, in, is if, if Le- Legacy comes out and like they have this thing where like Superman almost dies in a battle and then someone screams, No, Superman lives! Can, can someone kick Jared off Too the easy. podcast, please? Too easy. Yeah. yeah Thank too you. Easy. Oh, he did it! He did it! The son to, of a biscuit did it! The Fortress of, of Solitude does usually have robots as guards. That's true, but again, no one knew that at the time, so it was like... They're more like attendants. Like, they're more like, you know, servants than, than guards. Like, they can be guards, but that's not... They're only function. They're not, all, they're not always guards, though. They're, and, they're, they're like... um protectors so to say kind of right. they showed them a lot in uh in all-star brown destroyer asked do you think that nick cage would have muscled up for the final movie shoot yeah i think he yeah. would have he would have yeah. kind of had to because you this can't have a thin yeah but, was- and again the shot the, the, the picture that we just saw that was just a costume test that was not the final product. That's what people, that's the funny thing when people keep sharing that of like what we almost got. We were never going to get that in the final product of the movie. Also, you know? like the whole like becoming an, an Adonis bodybuilder for the movie, spending nine months. That only really, that really wasn't a thing in like the late 90s. It only really started to crop up in like I'd say the latter half of the 2000s. I think it would have bulked up a little bit more than he yeah. was. But, but I don't think he would have gone. Standards. He wouldn't have gone Henry Cavill. So he he wouldn't have become Henry Cavill. I mean, look at Henry Cavill in, in two thousand one when he died for Flyby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by the way, we will be covering Superman Flyby. So we're gonna do a bunch of episodes talking about the canceled 
uh, superhero movies, depending on if there's a lot of documentation about them. Because if there's not that much we can say, we're not going to do an entire Under the Capes episode about it. After all, why would we? Mm-hmm. But so, mm-hmm. so our, our first episode of 2024 is going to be on Flyby. But anyway, so back to this. So what's interesting about this is that this is the mo- So you may be wondering, Jared, if this Superman movie was so good, why did it get canned? There were a lot of different things. We may mm-hmm. never know. What one oh, of the things? Know. One of the things that is attributed to it is Joel Schumacher and Batman and Robin. Yeah, he like he kind of like, put the movie on ice. All right, everybody. Yeah. But like, go on, Nick. People don't realize just like Batman and Robin was the end for that era movie. It basically put superhero movies on hold for like three years. Like, yeah, Blade came out. But it wasn't until X-Men that the dam truly broke for superhero movies. And maybe Batman Begins, but who's counting? And well, no, 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 no. Batman Begins in 2005. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like yeah, because, you know, yeah. You're, you're yeah. like five years worth of movies. Like, there's a lot of comic movies that came out. Yeah, the first Ghost Rider by Brown Destroyer was actually really good. I enjoyed that one. The second one was <laughs> <sighs> The second one, that what a drop off! Like, oh what, my gosh! What, what, Jared? You're saying you don't have a spirit of vengeance in you? No, but the minute they start talking about what if Ghost Rider pees, I'm like, oh my gosh! Look at Jakey's face. They said <laughs> it comes out like a flamethrower. Jared, they call that Jared in medical in medical term. They call that chlamydia. They call it gonorrhea, Nick. Joel Schumacher's <laughs> probably uh, was the worst event that that slowed up superhero movies. It wasn't just him. That's why I want to, I, I have to bring this up. It wasn't just him because Warner Brothers was putting a lot of pressure on him. Speaking of people that ruined DC, Warner Brothers was putting a lot of pressure on him because they wanted to sell toys. And they couldn't, it's like, for instance, Bat, with Batman Returns, they can't sell toys about a penguin that eats people's noses. Also, like, pukes up black bile at one point in the movie. Like, I mean... Yeah, so that was part of why the Batman movies got super campy a little bit in in the following one, but mostly in Batman and Robin. I I hear Catwoman's kisses are quite electrifying. You mean her licks? Oh, my God. Her kisses. Oh, my God. Guys, I'm referencing the end of Batman Returns. Of course, of course. How about a kiss? I like the more gritty, less glossy nature of the set. That was good. It's just the script was utter terribleness. And we're talking about the Ghost Rider 2. Hey, guys, WB is playing to buy Paramount. Allegedly. Allegedly. Probably more like the other way around, but yeah. No, it it does say it's it's Warner Brothers buying Paramount. But Paramount's doing... Like pretty okay from what I get. But my thing is, like, if you're bankrupt, do you really want to? But if you're, you have over a sixty percent chance of going anything. bankrupt, do you want to spend that much money? <laughs> to be yeah, honest, because... I thought Warner Brothers was going to end with Universal because the Universal's actually doing really good. But he, on that, Nick, I'm glad you actually m- mentioned that. Sill brought up that there are, but and actually, ABC was like reporting on this, and they did mention about how, like. This can actually open the door for as soon as 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 WB and Paramount merge, Universal co- comes in and buys that company. Well, I know, I know, I, I know, uh, no NBC Universal, yeah, that's basically Comcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, so Comcast, the, the idea yeah. is that yeah. is that Universal is so they can get Paramount and Warner Brothers in one package. I I don't I I don't think they're going to allow. Uh, the, the FTC is going to allow um, NBC Universal to buy both Paramount and Warner Brothers. Those are two big studios. Um, those are two really big studios. Um, but also, you got like you know some some Redstone, the uh, the owner of uh, Paramount. I don't think he's going to allow that. All right, but uh, so we could get Transformers J- J- Justice League. We could get Green Lantern Star Trek, and I would be oh no, we could get a live action Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Top Gun. Oh. Lantern's light. I'm sorry. Stop I'm trying gonna... to make Tom Cruise into Hal Jordan. It's not going to happen, uh, Nick. Or, as I said previously to he you, He could Jared, pull it off, though. He, he could, could pull, pull it off. off. But you're but like, Ladia. like I said to you before, Jared, The Flash versus Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, speaking of Sonic, as a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> by the way, in terms of VFX, Sonic wins. Uh, Pika Shades <laughs> goes a year from now, and we will get Shadow the Hedgehog on the 
Yes. No, yes. no, 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 no. What we get is a Fast and Furious versus Justice League movie. <laughs> no, it's we get a Bat. No, no, no. You have to do Batman Fast and the Furious because then we can have the Bat Family versus no, the Fast no, Family. No, no, no. Even better. It is a Hobbs and Shaw movie, but they're going against Black Adam. <laughs> so basically, you have Hobbs in a fight with with uh, with Black Adam. So it's a rock on rock action. Yeah, and, and, is, no, it, the title is is uh, Hobbs and Shaw: A Rock in a Hard Place. Uh, look at Jake's Somebody face. get this man a movie. <laughs> look, look at Jay's face. Look at Jay. No, 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 no. In, in the in the next uh, in the next Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Dominic Toretto shows up and challenges Sonic to a race. And then like, Groot shows up and they This is okay, going now, this is now, good now it's just getting weird. Alright, alright. Uh <laughs> Shadow of the Hedgehog versus Batman uh, Red Hood. Yeah, exactly. Who made the Spirit movie? I think that, that was that WB. I want to say that was WB. That could have been Universal. I could be wrong. I, can't I want to say, regardless, yeah. it's on it's on a Mac, so it's on my list of things to watch. Hobbs and Wayne. Hobbs and Wayne. <laughs> okay, so it's a race between Hobbs's like like SUV and the Batmobile, yeah, and the Batmobile like has all of its gadgets that it can use. But but as soon as it engages like the boosters, because when you think about it, the Batmobile works in Fast and the Furious because it has its own NOS. Oh, imagine! Oh, just imagine Dom Dominic's Charger versus uh versus Ben Affleck's uh Batmobile. Oh, and, like, geez. the one with the I artillery see. cannon from Justice League. <laughs> so he's, no, it's like they're, they're no 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 Nick. Let me do this. It's like they're trying to take down like a compound. It's like uh, essentially that they're like tr trying to get into the secure compound. It has like a a concrete wall. They're like we can't get in. Then Ben Affleck pulls up and he goes, "I got it." Oh, oh, even better, even better. So uh, they're about to have a race, and all of a sudden you hear, do, 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 and then a, another <laughs> car pulls up, and the front door, oh. and it's Doc Brown. He says, Can and I wait, join? wait, wait, and then you hear, and then we hear, because Gal Gadot's character is actually Wonder Woman undercover. She faked her death, then she went and, and played Rachel Stone for, for, um, uh, for a, a few years. Nope. No, no, even even better is um is uh is the invisible jet pulls up in a Fast and Furious movie, out pops Wonder Woman and, and it's like Giselle? Oh oh no, that's not Giselle. You're talking about my twin sister. And then out pops Giselle, turns out Wonder Woman had a twin sister this whole entire time. That would exactly be great. Better. Check the private chat. You but a Troy was Giselle the entire time. He, like get the frack out of here. Jay he, come on, we're having fun here. You should try it. <laughs> but uh, but I love how we went from talking about Superman Lives to let's talk about the crossovers ever. But anyway, back to Superman no, no, no. Lives. Batman versus Superman, Donna DC. Yes, exactly. So back to but, Superman yeah. Lives. And by the way, Kevin Smith also had a funny thing that he wanted to do. He was going to have Batman do a cameo in this movie, Superman's funeral. He's going to have Batman come on the Times Square like screens. You've lost. Uh, don't don't lose hope. I know you've lost like your guardian. But everything's going to be fine. But so I'm like, so you were trying to build a DCEU before the DCEU. Ooh. It's really interesting. I'm going to go around real quick, and I got to ask this. And Nick, you've already answered this, but you can go into more detail if you want. If this movie had come out, would you have watched it? Well, uh, considering uh, this movie probably would have come out in like 99, 2000, and even back then I was a big superhero nerd. Like, I actually saw Batman and Robin in theaters because, you know, I'm old. Well, yeah, um, because when you saw it, it was being reenacted re by people outdoors. Wait, what? When you saw what you don't know is that you saw the original Batman and Robin, which was actually a series of cave drawings slash caveman recreations of those cave drawings. And they were Just and they were sounds. not drawn by Bob Kane, so they're they're, they're well, yeah, they're still not drawn by Bob Kane. Which, and, and, <laughs> and it was kind of funny. Oh, you mean Bob Kane took credit for anyone's work? No, 
That would never happen. Bob that would never King. happen in last years until Zack Snyder came around. Well, oh, yeah, that's my favorite part about BVS. The first time Bill Finger's actually credited. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I do agree with you. When I see a lot of the ideas, I would have been all over actually, this movie. As a I would be, I'd be like, so. Like, How about you, Taladia, as my fellow Superman nerd? Yes. I yeah. feel that Superman lives. Ima- imagine if we got that, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like the villains and everything, if it was made, it would probably out- outshine Batman at the time. Uh, oh, I'm... Well, okay, actually, I'm going to agree with Taladia because you got to agree this is Batman and Robin. So it's, it's oh yeah it would, yeah one hundred percent. I was about to say not eighty nine, but yeah, but yeah, absolutely, it would have done way better. How about you, Jay Heat? Okay, where are we on now? I just step out for a second. Yeah, it's okay. We're talking about if this movie came out, would you have watched it? Probably because at the time this came out, I was probably like five or six, so I probably would have at least checked it out. Mm-hmm. So but plus, it's the opportunity to see a live action Brainiac, and we don't get that. I will say this, better all. than Catwoman. Better than Halle Berry's Catwoman. Yeah, I know, and Brown Destroyer brings that up, but... Oh, uh, quick question. Quick wait, question wait Nick, hang on. Why did you say that, Nick? Wait, quick question while I bring this up. You do know that Catwoman's originally being developed for Michelle Pfeiffer. Like, imagine if they'd actually done a solo Catwoman. Let's say it came out in 1996 with Michelle Pfeiffer. Would you have gone... Was it going to be in the actual 89 universe? I'm assuming yes, because yeah, because Catwoman is a, to- a notorious development hell story. Yes. If it had it come is. out, and if it, and if it were not like the movie that actually came out, I would have actually... David. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would have definitely gone to go see the, that Cat- Catwoman movie, absolutely. Superhero movies might have looked a lot different today if this movie were made. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. we we would have had a period where Superman looked like Nicholas comics. It literally, all it would have been is just Superman, well, Return of the Superman, where he had the mullet for a few years. It really wouldn't have been that bad. Kind Plus, of. You know, but you know what? Also, if this film actually was made, it would boost up the sales for Superman comics in the 90s. Like, also, here's, a, here's the other thing yeah. you gotta, you gotta consider. That's true, Talia. This, this movie probably would have come out 90 either 99 or 2000 because this is being developed 97 98 mm-hmm. so we got to look at the movies that did come out in 99 2000 so you got matrix you got x-men and there's a lot of like a lot of other like defining movies blade came out in 98 um so yeah this mm-hmm. this movie might like you gotta remember that's the climate that that the movie is coming out in like the movie would have come out probably would either gone up against the matrix or would have come out in a post-Matrix world. In a way, Nick- Nicolas Cage could have been the one. I heard just stop. you. And just actually, stop. in a way, right. when you think about it, this movie would be a resurrection. <laughs> I had to do that. I had to. That silence is all I need. That's I, all I, I need. I was close to leaving the stream. Just know that. I, I'm sure you would have. But but th- that is true. And here's the thing what, what people have to realize. And by the way, this shows that Warner Brothers has always been this way. It, it, it wasn't that t- different with Zack Snyder because they changed everything and they canceled the movie because they weren't like confident enough that it would. They took one failure and were like, nah, we have to cancel everything. Cut it, cut it, cut it. To be fair, Batman and Robin was a catastrophic uh, failure that did kind of collapse the comic book movies of the time. So I, I don't blame them. There's some merit like, there. There's some merit there. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, it wasn't really until X-Men that it was proven that comic book movies were viable, viable again. And then it was Nolan that proved that DC characters can be viable again because it's one thing to make Marvel characters viable because they're, uh, I'll admit it, more relatable. But if you can make DC characters like that big, yeah, you're good. I guess you could say Christopher Nolan brought things. Hashtag full circle. That is true. I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. It, yeah, it would have been. It would have yeah, been, uh, yeah. been better than Superman Returns. I, at least I think I'm gonna. So. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna respectfully disagree on that one. Like I actually do feel like Superman Returns, while not a perfect movie, is still a very good movie. 
It's so I good. Side, I would have enjoyed this a lot more. I have to side with Nick on this one because you had generational whiplash between millennials and Gen, Gen X. So you had a lot of generational whiplash when it came to that movie. Mm-hmm. Now, would mm-hmm. Superman Lives be more enjoyable? That's debatable. But at the end of the day, Superman Returns just had a lot going for it. Now, the video game is a separate conversation entirely. The video the game was good. Yeah, Superman Again, Lives was certainly separate conversation. being made with, with like, um, like more modern. Like, it was being made to more move things forward, while Superman Returns was more of a throwback. So I will say, I feel like um, if Superman Lives had come out, and then, like, let's say Superman Returns came out, whatever, for Three whatever reason. Later. Well, no, no, no. Superman Returns came out like 2006, 2007. So... No, no, no. 2000... Superman Returns came out in 2006. This movie would have come out in 99, 2000. So there would have been a six-year gap between them. Um, maybe you got a Superman Lives 2, but I like. But let's say Superman Returns came out. I do feel like if you compare Superman... Like, in this scenario, in not modern times, when people would be comparing Superman Returns to Superman Lives... Superman Liz probably would have been the more looked upon movie, and I realized that was way too long-winded. Yeah, because here's the thing. Superman Lives had way more action than Superman Returns. He wasn't, like, he wasn't, like, just standing there or, like, punching a mountain or something like that. He was actually fighting Brainiac and then Doomsday. So it's, like, it would have been more, like, bombastic action, I think. So I I do, because people will watch a movie if it has fantastic action more i think so it's like case in point the fast and the furious movies because those movies suck story-wise but they have great or the transformers movies or the transformers movies exactly the everyone knew the transformers movies sucked but they saw them because of the action yeah exactly pika shay says when when i think about superman returns the first thing i remember is buying too much candy for when i went to see it ah that that, those that's always in a very interesting uh time Dave the Impaler says the problem with Superman Returns is that it tries too hard to be a simple legacy, legacy sequel, sequel to the Reeves movie, but with a modern tone, it ended up appealing to no one. Yeah, it's true. And mm-hmm. yes, Hamada well, the clip. destroyed the DC things, and because you did that, I kind of have to. Why did you say that, Dad? It's a law. Yeah, yes. yeah, and and that was the problem with Returns, and that was a great thing, Dave, is that it tried to appeal to both. And you ended up n- not appealing to either. You end up alienating both, really. Where have we also, seen this before? 5G, also, all new, all different, Infinite Frontier. Marvel every Man. time somebody mm-hmm. says, we need to return to the Christopher Reeve style of Superman. Uh, Jared, I've mentioned this multiple times. They did that and no one showed up. It's called Superman Returns. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, and, and it's kind of funny. I talked about the lack of action. That's kind of super. That, that, that that's again more with the Reeves version because at least for like the first movie, I think there wasn't any like actual fight scenes. No, I mean, it Superman was very two, grounded. To be fair, Superman two actually did have a lot of like really that one had it. That's why. I, that's why I said super. At least Superman one didn't have like a lot See, of action scenes. Superman one was both mostly Superman versus the environment. Like he rescues Lo- Lois, and that you know the worst for character some reason. Ever. Yeah, for some reason. You would have just let her fall, but, you know. I I, I would have, again. Uh, it's kind of funny. I was watching uh, the Reeves movie recently, and w- when he flies off to, to reverse, uh, when he flies backwards to reverse time, because that works, I went, no! Move on! There's an Amazon somewhere in the, in the ocean waiting for you! <laughs> Well, I was about Couldn't to say. resist, could you? Yeah, I was about to say, I, I, I clicked on Sammy's intro by mistake. <laughs> I mean, it Ironic. works. It works. it works because I was talking about Superman uh, and Wonder Woman, so that works. But anyway, best is Superman movie, Man of Steel. Yes, yes. Yes. At, at least in my mind. Walter Mata actually did destroy the IP. Yes, thank you. The only we watchable can only play favors the- to Transformers movie is the first one. In terms of quality storytelling, yes, I would agree. One. One in three, I would say. One is one is legit, actually a pretty decent movie. Um, and I will say the arrival on Earth theme, like that's iconic. Like when they played that that music in B and Rise of the Beasts, I was like, oh my gosh, nostalgia. (laughs) A direct sequel to the Reeves movies would only work if it were stylized period piece. Yeah, 
exactly. Yeah. If they weren't, tr- if they were just trying to make a sequel to it and just keep it like in that period, I think it would have done a lot, well, be- a lot better. Here's the kind of the problem. Uh, if you look at the Reeves movies from that angle, the Reeves movies were like set in the seventies. They made no bones about it, but they're also trying to have like a forties feel to it. Like it's kind of like a mixture of like forties and seventies. Like look like a lot of the costumes are very forties inspired. A lot like the, the the sets are, but at the same time, the sensibilities are very clearly seventies. I mean, there's literally a scene where uh, I think he meets a pimp and like, oh, nice suit. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I mean, they could do a solid Superman period piece. Like in the what, what would be kind of cool is if they did like his Elseworld story instead of the Tanahashi Superman Superman movie, which by the way is still coming out apparently. Superman thirty eight. Yes, exactly, exactly that. And it's basically the original Action Comics run. He's in the suit. He does the car thing. They could do all of that. But it's not 1938 anymore. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, all of us were like, Clark Kent only existed then. Uh, Transformers 4 is shorter than the Snyder Cup. It feels so much longer. That, mm-hmm. I think you mean Transformers 5, where they retcon that the Autobots have already still been here. But in one, we see them arriving on Earth for the first time. Ah, I hate that movie. Yes, it, it played like old school Americana. And uh, Atchison play, said, I made it 20 minutes into Transformers 1 before I turned it off. They left green screen in Transformers 4. Are you freaking they, kidding me? Okay, so remember the scene where they kill Ratchet? Yes. I, I have not actually seen Transformers well, 4. Well, okay, so Nick, so the, the plot of it is that the CIA has a group of, uh, as a paramilitary group hunting the Autobots. The, the, uh, that's all you got to know. So there's this scene. Where you see in the back of this van, this dude has all these TVs out. And it's supposed to like re- re- represent you have all these drone feeds. They left in green screen on, on some of the screens. And they left the Sears Tower in, in the background in a scene that's supposed to take place in Hong Kong. The Age of Extinction was just bad edit. Age of Extinction was just bad editing. But Transformers 5 was just a mess. Transformers like, 5 was like the worst Transformers movie ever. It was the well, prettiest um, one. But... So I, I was watching uh, um, uh, this one YouTube channel. I can't remember what it was. We are talking about how Transformers 5 feels like an ent- like someone had an entirely different script like called The Last Night. And it's supposed to be like all King Arthur. And like and so it's so like, oh, we need a Transformers script. So they basically took this like fantasy King Arthur script and basically added a bunch of transforming cars into it and called it a day. That's probably what it was. And the funny part, Nick, is that in Transformers 5, they show like old paintings of the Autobots in like ancient times, like feudal Japan, but they still have truck parts. Yeah, exactly. Man, I hated the plot of Transformers, but Bumblebee was all right. The Bumblebee movies are slowly bringing good Transformers movies out. So I'm... Generally I mean, on that. Bumblebee is basically a horse girl movie, so we're all good. No, but dude, guys, no. The beast, if you look at the plot of, 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 of like horse girl movies, then you look at Bumblebee. Bumblebee is literally a horse girl movie. It is. It is, except with guns, and that makes everything better. But <laughs> if you watch, do, yeah. you see Transformers. The <laughs> myth they say maximize for the first time. Nick, as a fellow Beast Wars fan, I shivered and I was like, yes. Yes, the minute you see your Optimus Prime say maximize, and he does. All right. I like, I need to, I need, sorry, I have to go get my geek friend. Okay, there you go. But anyway, so while he does that, so, so back to Superman. So, it, it, yeah, go ahead. So, Jared, like, yes. I, yes there you Jared. go. There you I go. Love, well, yes, that's Jared, just I, Prime. Yes, Jared, I like Beast Wars. How could you tell? <laughs> yes, this is the complete series on DVD, so. Nice. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Now, all right. Um, Brown Destroyer, of... I can per- I can personally confirm that. Yeah. In terms of uh c- c- to conclude our discussion on Superman re- on Superman Lives, again, I-, I feel like what DC should do is for their Elseworlds line, just m- turn all of these scripts that they have into comic books. Do because this is the best way for the story to be shown. Because a lot of people, when they hear the stories for like Mortal, this, 
uh, flyby. I, I haven't uh, heard that much of the story of flyby, but the point is when and they hear a lot of these scripts, they're like, actually, this is really good. I mean, Marv Wolfman, when he read the Ben Affleck script, is like, this is the best Batman script I have ever read. Just turn these into comic books. Watch the Snyderverse comics outsells the actual comics that people say Zack Snyder is not accurate to. That would be hilarious. Yeah, and this this is actually put uh, like Tevian is in his place when it comes down to Super Sons, and we'll, we'll actually get the proper Super Sons that makes sense. Well, uh, the Super if if they do the Snyderverse one, uh, the son of Superman and Lois only shows up in like the last panel. Yeah, I mean, and it'll make sense. The, I mean, the facsimile editions were outselling the main comics, which is why they killed it so quickly. Yeah, and you know what's kind of funny? You know what was one of the biggest Justice League comics ever to be released? The Bendis co- uh, first issue just because of the ju- of the Zack Snyder's Justice League covers. I have three of them. Uh, for real, animation sounds like a good way moving forward. If they can't do live action, do, do animation, absolutely. I would, I would like to see... Uh, I, for the Snyderverse movies, I want live action, but if I can only get animation, I'll take it. For these movies, yeah, they could also do animation because um, Nick Cage can still do voice work. It would yeah. work for him as the voice work. It would work for him. Yeah. I heard Superman Flyby would have had Lex Luthor be a Kryptonian. We'll talk no. about that more in January, but yeah, that was the plot I mean, where a Kryptonian was going to merge with Lex Luthor. Are you I mean, it's me? not as, as crazy of an idea of having the Amazons be Kryptonians. That's actually not a bad idea, Nick. Well, well, actually, here's the thing. No, no, no. That's a big misconception. The Amazons would not have been Kryptonian. Just a few of the gods. Like Zeus. Which would lead to Wonder Woman would be the only Amazon that's at least half Kryptonian. The Amazons themselves would not be Kryptonian. (laughs) I I have zero. I I love making you fluxered. I love it, brother. I I know. I make it so easy. It's almost like when the DCAU handles stuff off screen. I have zero doubt that a Snyderverse line of comics would outsell. Oh, yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. As long as they have a good yeah. creative team, that would so outsell out the crap that's get, coming. Get out that of guy who did the Superman. Get that guy who did the Superman Wonder Woman comic. Get him on Charles board. Charles Sewell, baby. Get Charles yeah. Sewell. Or get yeah. Zack Snyder to actually write. I'm sure he would. No, but, no, 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 no. Uh, it's co-written by Scott Snyder and Zack Snyder. So you can have Scott Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, Brown Assurance says, no, I'm asking whether it's possible today to do CGI and Nick Cage trilogy It's movie. possible, but is it likely to happen? Uh, no. Uh, live action. The, 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 they can't. I don't think they could do live action nowadays. I don't think so. If they want to do, like, cartoony animation, they can. If they do comics, no. they absolutely oh, oh, can. Oh, 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 oh. Hear me out. What if they had done a... They had released you and lived. But then in 2015, they had done Kingdom Come, but Nick Cage and Superman was that one. Uh... Nick Cage is Kingdom Come Superman. All right, Nick, I got one thing to say to that. <laughs> Thank you, Alita. I-, I worked hard for that one, so I'll take it with pride. Henry Cavill would be the Kingdom Come Superman. We all know it. Just going to yeah. leave with that. What about Brennan Ralph? We have to have a scene with Henry Cavill making out with Gal Gadot. We need it. <laughs> yes. Somebody, I need it for fan edits. Jared, it's to become a problem. Have you heard of have you heard of this thing called fanfiction.net? Yes, but you need live action so I can put it in edits. You need it so I can put it in edits. <sighs> have you heard of this thing called youtube.com? They have plenty of fan edits on there. Anyway, <laughs> Dean Kane can do Kingdom Come Superman. That would be hilarious, and he does it. But I don't think they would ask him because he's kind of incognito with uh, DC because of his political beliefs. Yeah. By the way, here's the part that really annoys me, and, and Dave brings up a good point. So they filmed a live-action scene for Nick Cage. He was actually in the suit, but they replaced it with CGI Nick Cage. That was stupid. I get what they were trying to do. They wanted to look like, like it was like all distorted and stuff. But a you 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 should have had Barry Allen say, "When I go back in time, things get distorted." You, you never said that because then you would have had more of an argument. And b again, you didn't have to have the stupid like PS one gra- graphics. Anyways, well, but well, what were you gonna say, Jay Heat? I was just gonna say that 
say what this movie had potential, but it ult but after the collapse of Batman and Robin, it just wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. And I recently hit 185 subscribers, so there you go. Excellent work. So on that note, before we end up, I just want to say this is the episode 200 of Under Two Capes. And the important thing that the, the thing that I want to bring up is the fact that when I reach like 100, uh, to give you an idea of how like of how much this channel has grown, when I first got to 100 subscribers, uh, when I first what was at 100 you, episodes David. of Under Two Capes, I had 32 subscribers. In 100 in 100 episodes I've grown 811 subscribers. So and monetization. And monetization, there you go. And I've gotten three th- well actually five co-hosts, jeez. But I want to but for, no, five because it's you it's you, Jay Hee, Nick, Britt and Sammy. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm but so first off, I just want to say I just want to thank all of you for participating in this journey, for watching the episodes, for sharing them, and for you fine g- gentlemen for co-hosting with me. Well, it was a pleasure, man. sir. It, it, it was, was a pleasure. Journey. And I can't wait to see where we're at when we get to 300. And yes, I will we'll cover 300 again, or we'll cover the comic for 300 when we get to 300 subs because we have to. That's going to happen. And I look forward to maybe when I get to 300, I'll be at 1,000 subs, which probably, yes, I, I if, if it very continues likely. this growth, very yeah, likely. it is very likely yeah. I will get, it's, it's get to that. It's very likely, and then you'll have to do a Wonder Bat. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was only Wonder Bat if I, if I reached 1,000 before the end of the year. It doesn't look I'm like just, that's going to happen, so I'm Share safe. this video, like, comment, subscribe, just, and get him to 1,000. I'm just going to warn you, Jared. <laughs> Jared, <laughs> I have I have a surprise in store for you for when you hit a thousand subscribers. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh yeah! yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. I, yes, and I, and, and uh, so yeah, we're in the thousand subscribers. Especially, we'll be like, "Hey, Jared, pull up this unlisted YouTube video." Oh no! The minute you say unlisted YouTube video, I'm like, no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna turn out well. That's not gonna turn out well at all. Oh geez. I, I am keeping my mouth shut. Yeah, I'm sure. Have you guys watched the old superhero m- movie, The e- e- Shadow by Alec Baldwin? No. N- Nick has because they send a wonder ba- bat cake to Jared. I will record yes. a video throwing it against a wall <laughs> and smashing it with my trident. That's a waste of a perfectly good cake. I'll, I'll tell you, what, I'll, I'll smear off the, the top layer of icing that has that with a knife, and then I'll eat the cake. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair so enough. that's what I'm going to do. So I think that's a good place to leave it. And to, to give you guys an update on what we're doing this weekend, this is a big weekend for Comics League. First, I want to say on Saturday at 9 p.m., Britt and I are doing a live edition of Super Wonder Legacy where we're talking about Kingdom Come. The story that really started the Super Wonder fandom in the modern era. So mm. be on the lookout for that Saturday at 9 p.m. Tomorrow at 6, we will be doing a watch party of Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. So what we're going to do, oh, yes. instead of CLD and movie night this week, what we're going to do is tomorrow at 6, we're going to watch the entire movie live. So we'll have it on, on our own s- s- separate screen. Yeah. We'll share something. The point is, we'll be watching it. Obviously, we're not going to stream it because we could take it down. And then afterwards, we're going to do the standard movie night discussion for Rebel Moon. So, yes, and and we'll be streaming it to our channels. Like, in my case, it will be taking the place of Friday Night Frenzy for this week. Yeah. I know Tlati is doing it. I think Jaheed is as well. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be doing it. And then... In terms of next week, there will be no Comics League content coming out next week because it's the holidays, and I want all of you guys to not be distracted by hanging with your family. So the we the want last to, we want you to be opening presents instead of instead of looking yeah. at And Jay, he had to run, but okay. But um, in ter- the last piece of Comics League content of 2023 will be the live action. The live I almost said live action. It technically is live action. The live episode of Super Wonder L- Legacy Kingdom Come. So, on that note, the, the, that's what Comics League is coming out. That's what's coming out in Comics League. So, Nick, do you uh, where can we find you and what have you got coming out on the channel? And thank you, Dave, for congrats on 200. Thank you.
All right. Well, uh, tomorrow we'll be doing the Friday Night Frenzy uh, for the Rebel Moon. That's going to be uh, particularly Snyderific. And then on Saturday, uh, we have uh, our Pokemon playthrough. We're going to be going Golden Nugget Bridge, trying to go see Bill um, playing, playing Pokemon Yellow. And then I, too, will be taking all of next week off. So there will be no Avatar, no Comics Watch, no Friday Night Frenzy, no playthrough. I'm just taking the entire week off. It's Christmas. Um, I've earned it. You guys have earned it. And then, uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Nick has to go back to the old folks' home. So anyway, Taladia, where can we find you? And what have you got coming out on your channel? So you guys can follow me on Twitter at TaladiaPlays underscore and on YouTube at TaladiaPlays. But I as well will be taking off next week entirely because it's Christmas, New Year's, and stuff like that. So... Um, of course, I want everyone to spend time with their family and whatnot, and it gives everyone a break from me covering Super Wonder, sorry, Super Wonder, sorry, uh, Justice League content on the channel, which we will be doing, uh, not next week, but the week after. We will be doing uh, issue four with uh, yep. Aquaman. Yes, exactly. And then, by the way, also, um, w w what I want to bring up, I, 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 Suicide Squad. I forget. I'm oh, oh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, yeah, so in 2024, uh, a couple of the plans are we are going to stream Suicide Squad, kill the ju the uh, ju ju Justice League, at least Taladia, uh, Jay Heat and I, and maybe a fourth game. Have coordinated with Nerdette in 2024. We are going to do the series where we rewatch the Snyder Cut piece by piece, and I try to convince her to become a Zack Snyder's DC fan. So we'll <laughs> see if I can, that, if I can do luck. that. Yeah, we'll see if I can do that, because if I can do that, awesome. So, on that note, everyone, stay heroic, and remember, Superman lives, Lois Lane sucks. <laughs>